Hello and welcome to NFT. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Really excited to bring you this episode where I had the chance to speak with the VP of Digital Marketing for Chipotle, Tressie Lieberman. Uh, we don't necessarily talk NFTs, but we talk some of the very successful metaverse activations that they've had uh, in Roblox. Most recently, the Burrito Builder, which you'll hear us talk about today, um, that came out on National Burrito Day. So. Uh, without further ado, let's jump into it with Tressie Lieberman. Uh, and uh, before we start, a quick note from our sponsors, VinoVest. Fine wine has long been a cornerstone of wealth generation and preservation. The problem? Historically, it's been reserved for the ultra-wealthy. VinoVest is changing that. If you know me, you know I'm always looking for the next big player in the industry. I was amazed at how easy it was to get started in diversifying your investment portfolio. Wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns, proving that the returns can be as robust as your favorite red. VinoVest makes it easy to acquire new investments equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time. You own the wines in your portfolio outright. You can buy, sell, and even drink them whenever you want. Go to zen.ai slash nfteach to receive two months of fee-free investing on VinoVest. Be sure to mention that NFTeach is helping you save on two months of management fees. It's time to start investing with VinoVest today. Joining me on the Aspen NFT guest line is Tressie Lieberman. She is the VP of Digital Marketing and Off-Premise at Chipotle. Tressie, really excited to have you today. Welcome to NFT. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that have, has been really interesting to me overall is this Web3 world, how larger established brands are viewing it. And I know that today is a big day for Chipotle with what you guys have done with your your second metaverse experience. So maybe before we jump into the burrito builder specifically, you could talk about how Chipotle has viewed the metaverse overall. Sure. Yeah. As a brand, we are always thinking about where our consumers are and working on how to meet them there. And for the last year, we have been very focused on Web3 and, you know, first off, understanding it as much as we can. It's obviously a very new world and there's a lot to learn. So there has been plenty of education, but then a lot of social mining to understand where our customers are spending their time and where it might be appropriate for us to show up in an authentic way. And we really felt that Roblox would be the right platform for us to get started on. Um, so Metaverse has been a very big focus over the last um, six months since our first launch. Uh, we launched on Roblox with Burrito, and I can talk about that more, but that was our first activation in October, and it was wildly successful. We had eight and a half million game plays, five million unique plays. Uh, so we learned a ton from that, and it informed our strategy for how we're approaching the Burrito Builder that's launching today. Yeah, I'm curious into like sort of the response because, you know, the metaverse, the Web3 world is all still rather early and rather new and novel. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, 
like what were some of the conversations like were, were people well aware of roblox and the metaverse you know when when the ideation started for this or was there a lot of education internally that had to happen among the different constituents within chipotle to sort of wrap their head around what we were talking about because it is a very weird thing to explain to somebody why in roblox a digital purse can actually cost more than the gucci purse in real life that people are trying to buy so i'm just curious as to what the education path was internally absolutely well our core team had been looking at it for quite some time and thinking about the right way to show up there we saw a ton of organic movement around chipotle on the platform so people were already using chipotle in their avatar name they were using it on items in their inventory and we had fans creating custom gaming experiences with chipotle already so we knew that there was a fandom there and our entire strategy is about supercharging our super fans so made sense to show up but it really came down to the right idea and for us you know we looked at a lot of different ways in but we knew the idea was right for burrito because we saw a lot of fatigue on digital events and burrito was a digital event so it's a day where you can come in and typically go in the restaurant and you get a $5 entree from Chipotle. But because of the pandemic and moving it to digital again for the second year, we wanted to bring some new life into that. And when we thought about the metaverse, one, we looked at it as a community, uh, but we also felt that we could make Burrito even cooler virtually than we could in person by using the Roblox platform because you could you know, grab your cool costume as you enter the experience actually go through a replica of the restaurant. And after you left the restaurant with your entree code, you could go into a virtual uh, a maze and grab really cool exclusive items at the center of that maze. And so we thought it was a way to level up the idea. Once we had the idea, it became a lot easier to you know, get internal alignment and get people excited about the opportunity because they could envision how we would be on the platform in a way that would resonate with that community. Um, but you know, I think early on there was excitement, but just not as much of an understanding of how it might make sense for us. So we were able to get everybody there and um, there was a ton of momentum across the board for you know experimentation because we are a very innovative organization and we always want to try new things. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a great point to raise. I mean, uh, on March 8th, uh, a tweet from you indicating that Chipotle was recognized as one of the world's most innovative companies by Fast Company. I mean, that's a tremendous accomplishment. And I'm curious, you know, we always uh, in, in the startup world talk about build, measure, learn and being really iterative and fast. I'm curious, like, what were some key takeaways from the burrito experience that you really rolled into, no pun intended, the burrito builder? Yeah, absolutely. I will say first off on the Fast Company story. I truly had that on my vision board, which is one of the things that excites me about it. I mean, our team was very focused on how we would approach innovation in new ways and really take the brand to places that we hadn't been before. And Roblox is one of those. So it was cool to see that get recognized. Um, you know, the learnings for us, uh, one, I think we were amazed by the engagement that we saw there. We knew there was scale on the platform, but it was bigger than we anticipated it to be. Um, and there was just a lot of passion. So we knew that we could continue to lean into the passion of the fandom as we built this new game. I think the other piece of it is just looking at culture. You know, so we're looking at what we learned from the experience, but also what's going on right now. And we really felt that people wanted some joy 
and fun right now. And when you go into this burrito builder, you can't help but feel the energy and just have a good time. I mean, from the music to the 90s aesthetic that we have throughout the entire experience and, you know, the fun of doing deliveries, the fun of making uh, burritos, it just makes you feel really good. And I think we learned that when you're making something that is so experiential, you have the opportunity to really leave uh, a different impression on your guest. And so we felt that was really important. Um, having something that was more long-term was also key for us as we move forward with this. I mean, when you think about the burrito maze, um, it was very much for Halloween and we kept it up because people loved it so much and we didn't want to disappoint anyone, but it's really about that occasion. Whereas the burrito builder is launching on national burrito day, but it's a new world for us and more of a permanent space where we can continue to listen and learn and drop new virtual merge into the experience or drop new prizes into the leaderboard. So it's our first entry that we can build on. And I think because we had the learning behind us before, we felt more confident about building something long-term. And, and you know, the, the gaming generation, you know, uh, especially in Roblox is a Gen Z, you know, it's it's a, it's majority Gen Z people, you know, eight, roughly 80% of Gen Z, you know, has a gaming console and is involved in the gaming space. And I'm just sort of interested in how, you from uh from a Chipotle perspective have viewed Gen Z um overall because I gotta I have to imagine that today there's gonna be kids that are younger who are gonna go on to Roblox and they're gonna participate in Burrito Builder and they're gonna tell their parents or show their parents and then their parents are gonna then take their children and go to Chipotle and and, and you know celebrate World Burrito Day there. So w- what has been, you know, I think like there's a beauty in looking at where people are and going to where the people are instead of, you know, f- facing this from like an established brand perspective of saying like, you know, we're going to do things this very specific way. So how have you viewed and approached Gen Z's as a brand um, to, to meet them where they are? Because this is a very cool way of going to where, uh, the consumers are and not necessarily trying to to throw them into your own funnel, you know, in a, in a way that's not familiar to them. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. People don't want ads. They don't want to be talked at. I think when you can create an experience, people want to be a part of that's where you went. You don't want it to feel like a branded experience. I just want them to have fun. And, you know, the hope is of course, as you mentioned that they want to eat at Chipotle, uh, but We can build a connection with them throughout every step of the game. Uh, We definitely thought about how we could differentiate by merging the real world with this digital world as we built it. So we actually are the first brand to have Roblox players engage in this um, experience currency in the platform. So you can go in and you actually you know, roll all of your different burritos and the entrees you earn are in a form of our burrito bucks. And you can trade those in for a free entree. Um, So I think we're going to drive a lot of hype with that to get people in and to your point, get them ordering digitally at Chipotle and hopefully getting Chipotle delivered uh, tonight in real life, which is really cool. And then we're also tapping into the community as part of it. So you can, um, on Twitter a few days ago, we actually went out and crowdsourced the favorite Roblox burrito. So we asked community to help us figure out what should go into the Roblox burrito. And you can actually order it right now on the Chipotle app and chipotle.com. So it's another 
you know, just point of conversation that our community can have, you know, with their parents or on their own, because there is a broad range of people on Roblox to get them to talk about Chipotle. Yeah. And one of the words that keeps coming from you in this conversation is, you know, I keep hearing you say the word community, which is is interesting to me for a number of reasons. One, because living fully in the Web3 world, that's all we talk about is community. And it's really refreshing to hear someone from an established brand uh, and for, with from with, with the tra- traditional marketing background that you have and, and the presence that your company has view the, the, the consumers as community members and not as like uh, just customers. Uh, has that always been sort of the, the view of the people that have you, has Chipotle always viewed it as a community? And if so, how does the web three world sort of like turn up that community factor in a way that's more novel than what you've done previously? Yeah. When we started looking at metaverse in particular, we almost felt like it was another social community. And I also oversee social media. So the same way that we would look at our fans on TikTok and the community there of the people who are saying they love Chipotle and maybe following us on TikTok, we saw a community within the Roblox platform. And as I mentioned earlier, people were already talking about Chipotle there. So we thought this could be another space to bring people together who have that like-minded shared passion around the brand and just approach it in a very different way creatively, right? You have different tools in your creative toolbox that you can use uh, to build this world that allows you to experience a brand on a whole new level. And uh, then really that's what we continue to learn. But I love that about Web3. I love the passion in the community. I love seeing all the conversations taking place on Discord and um, you know across Twitter. It's just, I haven't seen passion like this for a topic in so long. And as a marketer, it's really exciting because you just have new creative things that you can tap into and have fun and experiment and it's early days. So I think we're just getting started, but it just makes the job a lot of fun. It's one of the great things about being in marketing. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too, to see the ability for um, entities, businesses, brands to sort of not have to deal with middlemen in terms of how they interact with their, their, their fans, their community members. Like, you know, you know, typically, you know, in the, in the, in the web two world, you know, you're using YouTube ads and and you're sort of like scraping in this way versus like, what's cool is you can sort of have direct access to your, your biggest fans. You can gauge who these people are. Uh, and that's just, I think a really exciting space for, for, for the web three world to, to sort of live in and be in. Um, I, I'd be curious to also understand, um, like, obviously you can't drop any alpha here of future plans. We don't want to give away any um, secret sauce or anything that you're working on that's going to be um, big coming up in the future. Um, But, you know, is there, is there anything in the the web three ecosystem that's just interesting to you as Tressy that you're, you know, phenomenon that's happening that you just find compelling or interesting personally? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we have a whole roadmap built towards web three and there are certainly, no shortage of ideas. I think that's part of the exciting um, world that we're living in right now is all the innovation happening across NFTs, metaverse, you know, cryptocurrency. Like there's a million different ways that the world is evolving in real time and opportunities for brands to jump in. I think for us, it's about 
finding unique ideas that really make sense to the community. Uh, so I'll bring that word in again. You know, we don't want to show up for the sake of doing something and, and ticking a box and saying that we have brought an idea to life. In fact, there are ideas that we have looked at in the past that we've been close to launching. And we've said, you know what, this just isn't something that is so unique to Chipotle and that's going to light up our fandom in a big enough way. So we're really pushing to get to the right ideas and, of course, still have that experimental mindset, but um, get to the right idea, but also focus on the right priorities where we think we can make the biggest difference. You know, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And um, I think we want to do everything because it's such an exciting time, but getting really focused on where we'll make a big impact. Uh, Tressie, I really want to thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been great to spend this time with you and learn about what Chipotle is doing. And again, you need to go to Roblox. You need to participate in the Burrito Builder and enjoy this experience. I'm sure that by the time I will get home from work today, um, my sons who are two ardent roadblocks people will have already engaged and interacted within the Burrito Builder today. So I uh, really appreciate you giving me some time and you're always welcome to come back on and share some of the great work that you're doing with Chipotle. I love your podcast and I'm really thankful you had me on. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. I want to thank my special guest, Tressie Lieberman, the VP of Digital Marketing for Chipotle. Um, really grateful for her wisdom on this episode of NFTeach. And thanks, thanks to all of you for listening. I really appreciate it. As for now, it's Dr. Jeremy signing off saying, take care of yourselves and each other. Peace.